Perfect. Let me know if it has it come up recording on yours as well, yeah? It is. Yeah, it's not recording now. Yeah. Look at us go. Wow. Wizards, mate. Wizards. Honestly, technical issues aside, we are back. Welcome back to the podcast. Got a very good friend of mine. Nice to see him in the face, not in the flesh, though. Um, Alex Beatty. Welcome on, mate. Hello, hello. Can't, How you can't. doing, mate? How are you doing? Always great, mate. Um, well, yeah, these days anyway. Always good. Um, it is lovely to have you on, to be fair. When I thought about um, getting people on that had been in the public eye, like, you was definitely uh, at the front of my thoughts. So it's nice to have you on. Um, obviously, last week I had, had James Smith on. I know you're trying to do big things like myself in the industry. So I thought, fucking too right, let's get him on. I remember when we, when we met, we spoke um, about what we, we was in London. And there was actually a bomb scare that day. We was with your mum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was. And, and we was literally speaking like, yeah, we're going to absolutely have it. And here we are, further down the track, chasing our dreams. Mate. On the side so, of the world, doing exactly what we said we'd do, I guess. Yeah, exactly, mate. Exactly. So um, what we'll do is we'll dive into the obvious chat, first of all. Um, and then we will move. Yeah, exactly. And then we'll move on to, <laughs> what, to what we're doing now, because obviously that's only a small part of our life, whereas now we're defining who we are i guess so alex talk to me i obviously know uh your process for the show um where where you obviously had the pleasure of meeting me for the first time but talk me through um (laughs) (laughs) talk, talk me through you um ending up on the show so what was your application process or did the show come to right. you let's go right then so um from being a pt i was a very busy boy in newcastle um which was pt i was doing really well at it and um had like plenty of clients get my name out there whatnot and uh got kind of pushed into doing some sort of competi- competing in the men's physique realm. And uh, the same, well, that was in the same year. So basically I um, competed, ended up winning and doing like quite well at state, which then put my, ma- my name on the map a little bit more, um, especially in the UK because uh, I did, did quite well. I won like the North and then came like, I think it was like fifth, sixth, something in, in like UK. It, That's like, not so bad, is it? Or 22. Yeah, it was all right. It was all right. Yeah, I, keep, uh, I always really forget, you're, like, you're a bit younger than me, aren't you, you cheeky fucker? But. <laughs> yeah, 25, mate, 25. Yeah, mate, um, I'm going great. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, that, that was kind of like where I was at that particular time. I was just PT and didn't really have any intentions to do any TV or anything like that. I was just kind of doing my own thing. You know, personal training and whatnot. And um, I kind of got contacted on, I think it was Facebook. Maybe it was either Facebook or Instagram. I got contacted a couple mm. of times by what they have um, called researchers, which are basically just people that are employed to go out and find like talent in different areas or just people that would probably fit the bill for the show. And completely by researchers on um, Facebook and Instagram and kind of just ignored it because I thought it was just some little creep uh, trying to get my number <laughs> on my details. Yeah. <laughs> just completely blanked it, read it, and left it. Um, but then basically got contacted again, but it was by someone uh, higher up in the chain. Yeah. And uh, I was kind of like, oh, maybe this is real because they said, oh, too looking to, um, to like, partic- like go on a show or go to an interview or whatever, but we're going to be in Newcastle yeah, on whatever day it was. Would you be interested in coming for uh, an interview? So I was like, all right, whatever. Went for this interview. Didn't really think anything of it. I'd finished my day of PT. I was like in gym kit, pretty much looking exactly like how I am now with like, yeah. <laughs> with, like scruffy clothes on, like comfy stuff, cap on the lot, you know. And um, and then basically got to the next stage, got to the next stage, got to the next stage. Uh, the show had started. I went down to London, had like, <laughs> a lot of people don't know this, but like they test you for like SEDs, you, they yeah. take you all your bloods. 
um, make sure you're not an absolute nutcase. So I don't know how I got away with that one. Yeah, tell um, me about it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you're not insane. I was like, well, I was a <laughs> to <weird>. you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so um, yeah, and then the, basically the show had started, and I was literally sat on the sofa. I remember I was sat on the sofa with my mum, and was having a little chat. Maybe it's about a week before. I, maybe it's not even that. Maybe it's about three or four days before I got a call, and uh, I was like, my mum was saying, "Oh, who would you go for if you were on that show?" And I'll say, like, "Oh, that Montana girl," you know. And because uh, she was basically just describing like people that she would date, like, you know, no tattoos, doesn't smoke in the fitness in the family, all that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I was actually PT and I had about one o'clock in the afternoon, got a call whilst I was PT in this guy. And he, uh, and basically it was the producers and they said, we're going to fly you out tonight. I was like, oh, oh shit. Jesus. Um, basically, my, I told my client, I was like, you all right with this? And he's like, mate, he's like, you're 20 or 21 or whatever. Like, get yourself out there, mate, go and live it. So yeah, I, I cancelled my PT for the rest of that day. I actually went shopping straight after because I had no clothes without like brands and stuff. You know, you know, we went yeah, yeah. Stuff. Even my boxers, they took all my Calvin Klein boxers. I was fucking fuming. I was like, what am I going to yeah, wear? Everything. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. So you just stand there in little uh, basic Primark ones, you know. Like, that's it, mate. Tighty whities. Yeah, but took all, took all my uh, t- took my stuff basically went out there and I ended up um, being out there for around about seven days before I actually went on the show so caught myself a pretty tan and whatnot trained and things like that just slipped oh. up in Spain and then don't I fucking know it mate I literally because I remember the first moment I met you obviously we went in our holding cars and whatever and yeah, then yeah. I was literally thinking to myself I didn't obviously we didn't know at that time that there was because we was the first a series where there was like a split, wasn't it? So I didn't know that I was going to be going in with a group yeah, of lads. Morning, yeah. yeah, I thought it was either going to be me and another lad or me and a girl or just me. So then we yeah. got into our holding container. No, we pulled up and I see there was like loads of other cars. I was actually thinking, what the fuck is going on? Then um, we come into the container and that year I remember thinking to myself, I definitely weren't in as good as Nick as I could be in, but I was like, <laughs> I've seen the people on the show, so I should be all right. <laughs> Literally walked in for the fucking holding container. I had <laughs> you in there, Rob, Marino. Yeah, Rob. Yeah. I, I was literally like, fuck. <laughs> No, oh, I was like, mate, I was just off the back of like my competing and stuff. So like, I'd oh. basically just been actually eating again. So I was still lean, but I was like feeling. Oh mate, so I you just... know, I've not seen a better, better, uh, good-looking bunch of guys walking in that villa like at any point. No, yeah. it's like, as in like shredded wise, you know, like we're all in shape though. And I was just literally thinking, Funny. fucking hell. Well, my body's not going to carry me, so my chat's going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> um. So obviously, yeah, like. You had the extra week out there. I've walked in, seen you sitting there, seen the other boys. Then we get into the villa. Now, talk, obviously, I know how I felt about going, getting into the villa, but I don't think we've ever really spoke about your what you how you found it, like just going in. Because I think straight away, me and you hit it off, really, didn't we? Not in yeah, yeah. that way, but we was literally like thick as thieves from the first minute, weren't we? So, yeah, yeah, we literally spent because obviously we work. We, work, uh, we went into the, you get that instant like kind of going in with somebody else anyway. Mm. And then, um, but then, but I would say the like kind of the other lads, maybe it's like Rob Marino. Marino just wanted to train and just, <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> literally. And then Rob train and free chicken breast around everywhere. Yeah, he did. Yeah, <laughs> Rob was the energy yeah, man. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so energetic, mate. I've never met anyone like it. Fair play to him, isn't it? But he's just like, he's yeah, all I mean, go all the time. Fucking yeah. fair fucks. <laughs> just top quality guy. Um, but yeah, like, obviously, we were just kind of, I would say, very similar. Uh, chilling as well as the, the bits of flirting with the girls and whatnot. Mm. And it was just, uh, we just enjoyed a laugh, I think, more than anything. I found um, we got on super well. And like the initial experience for me was kind of we were like the outsiders coming in which we kind of are but mm-hmm. um i mean at any point i'm like i would feel like i'm quite probably say being from the north didn't we really understand a lot of the like the crack that they had or just like they yeah. were talking about places like like 
that they'd all been, which is all down south, places where they all live. And I, I just didn't, I didn't even know where these places were, you know, like I didn't yeah. even know where she was at that point in time. So like they all yeah, obviously live in there. Like, yeah. Um, no, that's fair. I've never but, actually yeah, thought about I mean, that. I, find it, I would probably say I find it quite hard to click. So I didn't really, um, uh, didn't really like interact much, I would say with like a lot of them because I didn't really have much in common with a lot of them apart mm. from like maybe an age or, you know, we had like different, different um backgrounds and stuff which is totally cool you know but um yeah i'll probably say at that point in time i wasn't like massively i was quite comfortable in myself but was quite uncomfortable with that situation because a lot of people weren't interested in the same things i was interested in mm. the same background that i was from so she's obviously um we had that but i mean when it came to the girls i don't really struggle chatting to the girls like well, why is that mate <laughs> Is that, is that, is that a fucking really face, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Tell me about <laughs> it. I, I don't think I've ever given anyone more compliments in my life than you in Man, that I've villa. Still, I've actually still got... I opened up my old phone the other day and it was probably the phone that I had when I came off and I put a video of you on it in a bus stop, me and you just drunk after one of these nights that we had. And you're going, you're just so fucking gorgeous, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to proposition you. No, honestly. Yeah, like, I know. <laughs> Obviously, um, my time in the villa was a lot shorter than yours, which, I mean, for me, I was happy enough. I would have loved to have stayed in there for the experience because obviously there's nothing. I'm not going to do it again. Um, So it is once in a lifetime. And I feel like what is portrayed is very different to to what goes on. Um, I'm not saying I was unlucky that I got the boot, but uh, I feel like my connection with people in the villa was very different to what was actually shown. Um, yeah. Cause I remember watching I mean, it everybody, back. everybody loved you all. Of, I can remember that all of the girls loved you, all of the guys loved you. Mm. You may have not had necessarily a connection with one of the main girls in there, mm. but you did hit it off with somebody in there that, you know, that, that, that could have shone a little bit more light to and, and, you know, made a better, better go of, you know, cause as you know like what they show is kind of like kind of how it goes really if they don't show you then nobody loves you that type of thing yeah exactly so it's um yeah definitely it's quite quite hard it is quite hard but it's one of them things that i think um from not understand i I mean personally i've not understood like how the whole thing worked i was just kind of in there to find a missus and just like be cool you know and that's kind of what literally like um that came out even a year down the line I feel like just yeah. just uh, just realizing how it works is is mad, really. Yeah, like I, with myself as well. Like if I had a bit of an insight into, I'm not saying you have to go in there with a game plan, but you just have to understand what they're looking for more than just going in there being you having a laugh. Um, yeah. Like yeah. I felt when I was in there, I was really close with you and Mon. Um, then when I left, I was like, oh, yeah, these two are definitely going to win. But obviously, I didn't see what was going on inside the villa. But I assume that it just continued the way it was. Um, yeah. So talk, talk me through your experience from, obviously, I think when I left, I think you was probably the person that I was most gutted about leaving. Um, mm. but, but from that point then, talk to me to when you was not finally kicked out, but your time on the show came to an end yeah well i mean when i when i lost you it was like losing her arm you know what i mean i know it's yeah. a bit of a funny one really but you i kind of was like right okay i'm gonna have to try and make an effort with like the other lads in there to try and mm. like to try and like not necessarily fit in but just to make my experience a little bit better you know and I found that um i got on with like chris and kim quite well but obviously they had their little duo things as well which yeah was, you find yourself quite excluded from a lot of different things. Um, one of the guys in there that I really got on with was uh, Jamie, you know. Uh, yeah. Miller. He's a very wise man, very intelligent. And I found that I, I'm always drawn to learning things and he's quite, he's well experienced in like a lot of things like uh, outside of like, you know, TV, life, whatever. Definitely. So there's loads of different things I was learning off him um, and I found I spent a lot of time, I'm like a bit of a listener, like to absorb people's uh, you know just thoughts and and, and whatever yeah. they're up to you know just like to listen so um yeah but i mean i did find out i'd say i find it quite hard to 
interact with it all. I managed to have a good time. I don't get me wrong. I didn't like feel like I wanted to leave or was out of place or anything like that. Mm. I just kind of don't need to try and be such an extrovert and try and prove myself to people to try and like definitely to try and you know like be involved more because I feel like when you do that sort of stuff, you then push yourself further out because of people like what like, what's this guy doing? Like, yeah, why is he trying definitely. so hard to like be someone else? You know, so. Me personally, I'm a very chill person. I got on with the girl that I was in there to to get on with, and was friendly with everybody, and got on with everybody. Didn't have any issues with anyone. So, I mean, my life in the villa was 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 sound, you know. Um, mm. Obviously, it just went further and further. I was down to like the last. We got to pretty much like the day before the final. Um, yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, it, I kind of had an inkling that it was either me. Or me, me or her or Marcel and Gabby that were going because like it was just I don't know it was one of one of them things where you just I to be honest I wouldn't I think I would have probably stole it a little bit if um, I had actually gotten to the final just due to uh, like I wouldn't say things were reciprocated as much as the, like I was giving you know um, yeah which is like not like like which is totally fine like it's t- totally cool but um. I can understand why they say the viewers may have not like wanted to put us any further because things weren't as like reciprocated like, as much as the other couples and stuff, which is cool. Um, yeah, and it just I kind of I'm not gonna lie to any, like, anybody who like just kind of died to death on the outside like really um, straight away. I kind of felt like the whole thing was a bit off and a bit weird. Uh, yeah, we came out of the villa. Uh, contact started to like get lower and lower, and I think. Yeah, I don't know. It just kind of was a bit weird. Like, really, just it kind of made me feel like I don't know what like her thoughts are on it, but it just kind of I felt like I was just a, a little stepping stone right, in okay. a greater plan, you know. Mm. Um, and and yeah, so obviously, like that. I mean, that's the way that I felt about it. I kind of was just like, oh, like just that's so that none of that was real, and you know, that's kind yeah. of like where where I was left and to be honest with you mate I was in a pretty bad place like after it all like Mm. because yeah yeah, go into that like obviously well as much as you want to like obviously the the podcast is around sort of mental health and that but I mean there's so many aspects of the show that people will never understand Um, for example like you are skyrocketed from even for myself. Like I went from like 500 followers on Instagram to 50 K in like the space of five weeks. And then obviously what people don't really talk about is once you're off the show, people actually only care about love Island. So then you lose a fuck ton of followers as well. So talk me oh, through yeah. like the, the feeling after, right? Obviously the relationships with Mon went to shit. Um, yeah, so the relationship was like pretty much non-existent. Like as soon as we left, um, it was a bit, bit of a weird one, really. Uh, and that was kind of playing on my mind because I feel like I'm quite in tune with women's emotions. I don't know, like mm-hmm. because I grew up around like my mom and my nan. My dad wasn't around, so I kind of understand like when women are upset. I feel like I'm a bit more in tune than most people. Yeah, I'd I'd say I'm on that level as well. Yeah. yeah you know like with regards to like winding up girls or when when's the right yeah you know, i just feel like um i'm a little bit more in tune i can kind of understand when people are upset and when they need like taking aside and talking to and mm. listening to i think um so i knew there's something off from the from pretty much the beginning mm. um which kind of then played on my head and then kind of left me scrambling to try and work out what was the matter and then i was getting nothing back so it kind of just ended up being like a spiral basically yeah try too hard and push away scenario you know um, yeah uh obviously the profile skyrocketed um you got hundreds of thousands of people giving their opinion on random things uh like i like people are so invested in those relationships it's actually mind-blowing like actually mind-blowing yeah. i'd probably say at that point in time when i first came out I would, and we weren't like say posting pictures with each other and whatnot I was probably getting at least like 5k messages a day. Like, are you still together? Like, it's like, it's nuts. It was so nuts. And I, I I went up to, I think my highest was 711,000 followers. Fucking hell. Um, 
yeah and it's obviously dro- it dropped like massively when we, sp- when we split up which is like you're fair enough because people are super invested in love island if you're not talking yeah. about it if you're not in your relationship then people are like well i just have no reason to look at your profile you know yeah um yeah and was in a bit of a i did loads of pas like the personal appearances at the clubs and, and different places um or like, i literally did them in like poundland all sorts of places like, people yeah. like that for that. <laughs> but hey, people were like well, like like ridiculing me for that and I, I i was stood there right really upset about like not really upset about like crying upset but like should i shouldn't do it like mm. whatever no way i was like like um well, basically i was ended up doing all these like the pas and stuff you know and, and it was uh but like the the lifestyle change for me was what hit me the most i think mm. out of everything i think like i went from no, go on, go on. Yeah, I went from being super fitness, super like one to one interaction, like laughing, taking classes. You know, it was kind of like that. To then, I was sick of hearing my name and sick of just flashes in my face. You know, it was yeah. just like Alex, 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 and just it was just all eyes on 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 not necessarily me, but all eyes on. It felt like that, you know. Um, yeah, definitely. At that point in time, you go from being absolutely nobody in the sort of fame world to being probably one of the most famous people in the UK at that particular time. That is, that's what I don't think people actually understand because I think not for me and like personally, I'm glad it didn't happen to me because I don't think that I would have been able to deal with it. But like you say, though, the month or the eight weeks that Love Island runs or whatever, I would like, you are spoken about more than people like the Beckhams or because it's, every single day you're in people's faces um like for me as i say like i didn't go too far in the show but the weirdest experience for me was like some geezer followed me to a toilet waited till i finished going for a piss and then asked me if i was from the show and i was like that is just fucking weird like do you know what i mean so and i was literally there for like a week to 10 days whereas for you you was in there for fucking ages um, yeah, I was there for like a month, like or something. Like that. It's it's just so strange. Like I can't even wrap my head around it. And it's it, like I made I made some mistakes because I didn't know how to deal with it. Mm. Um, I mean, the like with regards to even like the press, like people walking out of clubs, like just sh- like being a usual like a normal twenty, twenty two, twenty whatever year old person, just having a laugh, and you can't you can't like fuck around like that. You just like yeah. Like coming out of a club, stumbling and like, and just being absolutely pissed in a in a, in a mess. Like you like you can't do it. You just get ruined by yeah, the papers. Yeah, yeah. Like, like what's he on? Like he's definitely been taking something. Look at each face. You're like, well, no, I was just like twenty two year old guy who had too too many pints and I was absolutely mangled. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you mean? Um, but and I think that kind of with the fact that I had like PAs back to back. I think I had about forty odd PAs. Mm. which is basically for anybody that doesn't know it's basically like an appearance in a club where you are like the main guest of the evening or something and basically people queue to take photos with you um sometimes take the piss out of you sometimes try and start on you it's just like a battering constantly um but i mean they were, they were good but i was ruined like ruined mm. i think i did 17 days back to back at one point which was like with photo shoots in the daytime with all of the the posts that goes on with all of the press stuff interviews as well it's not um in one location as well like it's not like you're doing no, no, all no. of the pas in newcastle you're literally bouncing around the yeah country so i was like going here. up like i was in the far end of her far in scotland all the way down to like plymouth you know like to opposite ends of the country like back and forth getting flights trains spent i literally spent probably 99 percent of my life on the train at that particular point and then i because a lot of this, like I was super like fitness previously, I was just eating like meal deals and crisps and crap all the yeah. time and pretty much lost my, I mean, I could probably even whip up a photo of what I looked like previous, like after my PAs and stuff, I was just gaunt, looked like crap, like so, so bad, like, so bad. And I just remember thinking back, like looking back on it now, I just remember like, I was so like down at that particular time. That's so far from yourself as well. Like, like you say, yeah. Like- you're very fitness and whatever and realistic. Like people might call it boring, but I don't really 
don't get me wrong, I'll go out and mango a pizza at the weekend, but that's not my everyday lifestyle. Like I do yeah. enjoy eating nutrient dense foods like yourself, but then yeah. when you ain't really got time to get any of that in, you're just whizzing about, like it just maybe like it change, changes who you are, I guess, or makes you think, yeah. what, what are you doing? Cause no, I like, I don't think anyone can blame you. You obviously did what you did. You was making decent money um off that stupid and plus money, mate. stupid yeah plus you're um you're young aren't you do you know what i mean so you, yeah. you naturally you're gonna think right well yeah i just got everyone everyone in your ears going make the most of it whilst it lasts make the most of it whilst mm. it lasts and uh, you could make it last for a long period of time if you really wanted to um and but i know that i would have been massively massively unhappy i mean like you said it I think a lot of people see like what we, we post and stuff and do now and they think it's, oh, it's just fitness, fitness. It's just boring. Like, mm. to be honest, it probably takes up about an hour and a half of my day, that mm. stuff. Yeah. And the rest of it is chatting with mates, having a laugh. Literally. I don't know, go out and I just do like random stuff. I do normal human things, you know what I mean? I, I, obviously, the main purpose of any of my socials these days is to spread a good message, be positive, promote um, sort of health and well-being and a, a good balanced lifestyle and, um, at that particular point in time back then it was the opposite it was like the polar and, and a lot of people would love that you know clubbing every single day um, earning silly money it was great for some aspects but I'm, like you look at the money in your account and you look at yourself and you think fuck it's not worth it like mm. I got to a point where I um, I just with my manager and whatnot because he was very uh, in tech with all the clubs, dealt with all the PAs and stuff. I told him, I'm done here. I'm, I'm really done. I'm like, and yeah. I had loads of um, posts and stuff, you know, like for different clothing companies and mm. stuff. And um, I had like deals for like six grand here, eight grand there, like whatever. And it was, I just I canceled them all. Like, and people will say that's probably stupid, but man, I was like, I, when you come to the realization that it's, you are so up, not, yourself like mm. you're just going down a spiral of, of, of no return in a sense and my instagram looked like an asos site and i had no message i had no um value you know that's why i felt i felt like i was just like yeah. literally a puppet being dragged to one place to smile to be dragged to another place to, to pose in a photo like yeah it was, it was not good like i think um like for me now i don't do what i do because the money's good I do what I do because my, like it make it makes me happy to use my platform as a place where if someone is feeling shit, right, then they can listen to my podcast, understand that someone's gone through that before. Because when I was going through my hard times, I didn't feel like I could speak to someone. And like you say there, like you've got, I think it's half a million followers now or more than that. Um, for you now you like myself you just pump out value like if someone looks at your post they're not going to think oh he's trying to flog alex be 10 or whatever they'll look at right okay he's fucking yeah healthy you look at like improving yeah. people's lives it's all it's all it's all it's about really man i just want to like i have I, I listen. I listen to podcasts quite often, you know. And I, and I listened to one the other day, and um, there was they had a guy on, and they were saying, "Where, like, I mean, I could probably do it with you now." And I, where would you rate yourself, one to ten, on knowledge of like fitness, health, and well-being? I would say I'm knowledgeable, very knowledgeable, but mm. I would also I say I've got. I'd say I'm probably about. Well, if you're looking at an average person, then I'd say I'm an eight. But if I say how comfortable I am with what I know, I'd probably say yeah. I'm a five because there is so much more that I can learn and I want to yeah. learn. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the kind of the exercise. Like wait, like when I was listening to it in the car, actually, I, I said seven myself. And um, then he went on to say the average person is a zero to a one. So it would be selfish oh. of you selfish of you to not share your experience and your information mm. even though you feel inside that you don't have all the information there is to give and i yeah. think where 
where that kind of hit with me is like I kind of I've always felt like I need to know everything before I can show anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, mate, you've just literally blown my mind. That's sick. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, that is a sick takeaway. Um, Yeah. Because it is true, like, obviously, the amount of, how many people ask you daily, like, oh, what is actually a calorie deficit? Like, to us, yeah. that's like... What is a calorie, mate? What? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and to us, we're like, oh, fucking hell, like, because I guess it's our area which we love, sometimes we maybe think, well, everyone must know that. But some someone would be interested in, I don't know, fucking astronomy. I don't, I don't know shit yeah. about space. Do you know what I mean? I, I hope exactly. that astronomy yeah, is space. <laughs> Yeah. it's the way you think about it you know if like someone was saying like oh um hey alex wait where do you rate yourself on one to ten on knowledge of biochemistry i'll be like well, zero like yeah absolutely like nothing but this is the same the same way that like i then flip that obviously to then my profession i probably would rate myself like a seven out of ten mm. i don't know all of it yet which i'm still in the process of learning and and, mm. get, and you know I, I read as much as i can at the minute and i'm really enjoying it and listen to podcasts and listen to them sort of motivational people and speakers and people like James Smith and whatnot, you know, and yeah. it's, it's super interesting and it does bump up your, say your, your number. Um, mm. uh, but yeah, there's, there's like millions of people out there that are not even at a zero to a one. And, and they, this guy was like, it's selfish of someone to hold that information, especially when it can help so many people that are in need of it. You know, um, 100. I feel like as well kind of where I'm at. It's um, like with fitness and health, it's not like, oh, this is something that interests me. Some people could find it useful. It is something like you literally get one body. So to help people make the best life for themselves, because not only is it, it's not about looking ripped, but just being healthier to be able to walk to a, re- a relative or to go skiing or do you know what I mean? Just si- yeah. simple everyday yeah. things. Like if you improve your health and not only that, it is on a mental scale as well. Like, do you know what I mean? Like the mental yeah. benefits of like you, f- for me, if I'm training, like my idea of what, if I look fit is very different to somebody else's. Um, and it is very individualized in that sense. But if you feel better than, all right, well, I'm in decent shape here, naturally your confidence goes up. Yeah. 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 I think, it's a, I think again, like you probably hear this word a million times, but I think the key is like balance and, and, and what I have been sort of accustomed to in the past has been super obsessed with say an aesthetic. Mm. um and then really was not fit you know like physically fit like if yeah. you asked me to run i was not so i think when you do the extremes of one you kind of want the opposite and when i put like from personal experience when i was there i was probably the unhealthiest in with regards to like physical fitness um like going on a run etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm. um so now like the whole like my whole like ethos is is a blend of everything i like to i like to call it a hybrid like when everyone says like what what's your goals with regards to fitness and stuff i said i want to be a hybrid i want to be mentally sound i don't need to be like a higher sort of being and whatnot with regards to like my mental state and not need to train at all but i want to um like be sort of mentally sound like i'm getting the benefits of doing specific exercises i like to look good which is um a requirement for some of the jobs that I do as well. So mm-hmm. kind of, I want to be, I don't need to be athlete stage with regards to um, like stage ready and whatnot. I don't need to be there, but I need to be like kind of looking all right. Um, but then again, I want to be fit and I want to be able to, to jump around. I want to be able to run. I want to be able to play sport, you know, and it's kind of, that's where I get the, the release from these days is being able to do everything rather than just one thing um definitely the health for me is, is not about like the aesthetic anymore it's about being the hybrid yeah that would be able to run if i wanted to run and would be able to play a sport if i want to play a sport. It's, yeah like it's definitely a, a holistic approach like i think people think like they see obviously we're using socials to to push out health and so on but a lot of our industry is or you need to look a certain way to be fit when you literally just said it yourself. Like I've been, believe it or not, in really decent Nick in my time as well. Um, But at that point I've had 
no energy. So there's no way I could play a game of rugby or football. Um, grumpy as shit. Like, don't, I'm a, yeah. I'm a nightmare to be around. So I think that people think, oh, if you're obese or chunky, then that is unhealthy. But also to try and sustain this sub eight, six percent body fat, that is equally a bit yeah. of a madness as well. And I think that that's where it does fall onto us to obviously educate people around, okay, well, you don't need to be shredded. You just need to be healthy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and like, uh, I mean, with a lot of my clients and stuff, I, that I always say, use this analogy with a swimming pool. So for instance, if you're a, I don't know, say a 10 year old or say for instance, yourself right now, you don't have to matter what age really. And you can't swim. And I chucked you in the deep end. You can't, you can't swim. You're going to go straight to the bottom and you're going to mm. want to be pulled out and you want to get out of it as fast as you can. But if we start off in a shallow end where you can touch the floor and you kind of learn a doggy paddle, you put maybe your armbands on, you work your way down the pool, you take your armbands off, you're starting to learn how to swim. Eventually you get to the point of where you are very comfortable in whatever sort of depth of water. Yeah. Um, and I think a lot of people with fitness and health expect to be a particular level and are very annoyed at themselves when they can't swim in the deep end initially. Mm. And I like to even start for my clients off just walking. They're like, what should I do to start? Cause I hate training in the house. I hate going to the gym. I'm really not comfortable. I really hate the way I look. I'm like, put some headphones in, put a podcast on, put some music that you like on and just go for a walk. If you've got a yeah. dog, perfect excuse to kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. And I just get them to do that a couple of times a week. I, you can even do that without even changing their current diet and it's going to help. That's yeah. what I think. I think that's what scares a lot of people about fitness is they try and accomplish the diet, the steps, the training, the physique, all in one. Whereas a massive thing I believe is, I don't know if you, I think you have read Atomic Habits where he talks about the 1% rule and he's literally just be 1% better every day and over time you're going to get to your goal. But if you try and, Again, atomic habit habits, um, the Goldilocks rule, where if your target is unattainable, then you're going to just quit on it because you're you you in your own head know that you can't get there. Whereas if you break it down into an achievable target, you'll get there. Then you build the next block and the yeah. next block and the next block. Um, and I yeah. think that is a, a a very good point in regards to it is mad when a client obviously comes to you or me, the amount of confusion in their own head that can unsettle them to potentially think, Oh, maybe this isn't the right step for me because it's too much to take on, which scares them. Yeah. It's exactly the same as it's like, it's like um, sort of tunnel vision with regards to say social media, you know, even like I, I can imagine it probably happens a lot with myself. You know, people look, they're like, oh, he looks that way. And if I told them exactly how long it's taken to attain the body that I have, and like mm. they would they would quit within a second, you know? Yeah. Like I'm eight years deep in training. I now have the the knowledge to be able to maintain my sort of body. I'm not necessarily trying to grow. I'm not trying to get any shred- mm. more shredded or whatever, but I'm just holding it where it is. And yeah. I think um, it takes, it took a lot to get to this point. I mean, I was a super, super skinny guy, like, like super skinny ribs everywhere when I first started. And, um, people want that so so fast and it's it's what i'm trying i guess what i'm trying to teach is that it's the lifestyle isn't it it's not necessarily Mm. like it um like it's so hard to explain to be honest like to try to explain to somebody that you shouldn't look to you shouldn't want to look like me you know what i mean you should just want to better yourself 100 percent each day you know what i mean like um yeah, and then trying to teach somebody that, like, don't aim to look like me, aim to look a little bit better than what you did yesterday, or aim to feel a little bit better than what you did yesterday, or aim to do a little bit better than what you did yesterday, and you will eventually reach this point. That's when, like, it all kind of falls into place. And I think when people look at me and they're like, well, is this big? Like, people ask my weight, my height, mm. my chest yeah. size, my arm size, all the time. I'm, yeah. And they're like, how long is it going to take for me to get my arms that big? Like, <laughs> six years mate what, like, what do you want to do yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's the thing and i think um obviously in the industry you get so many people that 
they'll say, well, it's a lot of the reality lot that will push waist trainers. I see like vibrating shorts the other day, skinny tees. (laughs) I'm literally thinking like the, the the, the worst thing for people to hear from a coach is the reality is, and for me, this is what I like spread all the time is the reality is there is no quick fix. You will get to your goal. If you work with me, you'll get to your goal. I know that because I'm results driven myself, but mm. it's going to be getting to your goal the quickest, but most sustainable way. Yeah. Because yes. ultimately what's the, there's no, I've done it myself in the past where I'll be going on holiday two months before the holiday. I won't drink. I won't go out with my mates because I'm like, shit, I need to look good for this occasion. As soon as I get on the holiday, beers in me, shit food, Macca's Day after. Day two, you're done. Like, it's, yeah. you're like full of gas. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think, yeah, again, it's just like getting to the point of where you're comfortable at whatever time. You know, maybe you can have a little mm. bit more of a push with regards to having a holiday, but you're not like the butt end of unhealthy trying yeah. to become a physique athlete by the time you're on holiday, you know? Exactly. Um, it's just about like maintaining a decent level of health and happiness and balance. And then if you have that holiday or maybe it's just chopping out like a couple of Mars bars that you put away on an evening, like just little things that help and are going to make you feel a bit better that you've done something towards that. You know? And you know, like if I put like um, a full staircase in front of you and said, jump up there, you'd not be able to do yeah. it. But if I just said, jump up the first step, you'd be able to do it. You know, and it's just like chipping away um, over time. 100%. That people. I think um, a big thing for me personally as well is like, I know obviously our goals are quite aligned. I love to stress to people that fitness ain't, it doesn't have to be boring. Like in terms of like people, if you said, if you see someone that's in good shape, what would you assume that they eat? They would say chicken and broccoli. That's the first thing they would say. All they, all they must eat to have that body is chicken and broccoli. And for me personally, I can't remember the last weekend where I didn't have a drink or I didn't have a takeaway. Now, I'm not saying I'm in Hercules sort of shape, but I mean... I, mean, I, can, I can mirror that. I can mirror that. Not necessarily yeah. drinking, but I can mirror it with regards to like snacking and foods and things that, like to, that taste like a little bit of a, a sin, you know, like yeah. sweet things and stuff. Uh, but yeah, I feel, I feel like... The balance keeps your head right. Yeah. And that's, that's where I think... And when I was talking to James the other week, he was saying that people need to sort of forget that you can't, you, you, you don't need to restrict and be so strict on one sort of, if you, it's not a decision of, right, I want to be healthy, so I'm not going to eat anything that is sweets, chocolate, pizza, burgers, chips, because that in itself is unhealthy. Yeah. It's just about finding the balance to, enjoy your life more, get the mental benefits of exercise. And if you keep putting one foot in front of the other, the, the physical benefits of exercise are going to come anyway. Yeah. And like, you can even just do all that without even like, like you say tracking or whatever, even just hmm. doing the fitness side of things whilst enjoying yourself is going to make you feel good for both ends of the scale. Cause you're going to be enjoying yourself, what you put in your mouth and you're going to be enjoying. There's nothing wrong with having the uh the lifestyle and where you enjoy foods that you like to enjoy and yeah. and in the, having a lifestyle in which you like to enjoy like going out having a bit of a drink yeah. socializing and then having the benefits of doing like fitness making yourself feel a bit better just burning some energy releasing some some endorphins and and sort of maybe even just like increasing your cardiovascular uh, endurance or something, you know, um, there's no problem with that. But if you want them to say, uh, take it a little step further and, and wanting to really hone in on say an aesthetic or more of a, 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 an appearance in which you desire a little bit better, then you have to just obviously control maybe to, and understand mm. the numbers that you're putting in your body. Yeah. Um, as well as obviously um, burning or using, you know, and, it depends on the level of how much you want it. If you kind of want to look a little bit better, it's very attainable without really doing anything too serious, mm. um, like tracking wise. But if you, if you, I think if you want to 
really make a good go of it for maybe just have some self-discipline and, and, and keep an eye on what you're sticking in your, in your gob with regards to like the levels of calories that you mm. really take. You know? I think for me, uh, from a personal point of view, I, my goal is to help people um, feel guilt-free guilt when they put things in their mouth. Like mm. even Sam now, when she has some foods not put something else in her mouth that would be very rude um <laughs> even when she has some foods she will say to me oh, i feel bad for eating that whereas i don't think you should ever feel bad for eating something i just think you should know not necessarily the consequences because, yeah like if you are going out and having a pizza then maybe the next day restrict your calories more dependent if that pizza takes you over your calorie threshold for the day if yeah. it goes to lose weight yeah. um funny you say that i've um i've been working on something in the background um which is basically just all of the you know like the restaurants that everybody loves and whatnot and everyone's mm. going to visit at some point um little pizza chains and and costas and all sorts of stuff and just like putting out like a cheat sheet of like things you can just like if you want to make a better choice it's sort of basically just that you know like a better choice yeah, yeah. This, um for all different restaurants and stuff to make sure to make to help with people's heads to make them feel less guilty for what they're doing. And if 100%. it fits in, then, it, then have it, you know, like it's one of them. Cause I think that it, it's taken me, I would say when I moved to Australia, I was probably when I can honestly say it wasn't because I moved to Australia, but I'd say that was when I was sort of got to a point in myself where I was like, I don't really care. No, I don't care what I eat, but I know if I eat this, it's not going to affect me or I know how to, I'm not going to think, fuck, I shouldn't be eating this. And mm. so I moved here when I was 27. I started training when I was 18. So it took me 10 years to get to that point. I don't want the people that are saying zero to what, what they know about fitness is zero to one. Yeah. It take 10 years to get to that point. So that's yeah, why exactly. I, I want to push out, right, okay, you can do this, you can do this. And for me, ultimately... It might sound stupid, but the people that are joining Built in 100, I don't really, I love having them on board from a community standpoint. I love all of my clients, but I don't want to work with them past 90 days because over that 90 days, I should give them the information they need to yeah. implement it themselves. If they want to stay with me, because they love the community aspect or they enjoy the accountability. I can relate to that. Great. A lot of it's just this, the support, you know, I think a lot of it is mm. the support and the community that, that really carries through. I mean, if there's any personal trainers listening and stuff now, the benefit of you can have the world's best plan, but the world's like shit is support. And yeah. um, the, what I've found over the years, I guess um, you probably know it's the same as well, that the support and the community and the, the sort of class feel the fact that you, you're going to like do your exercise or do this you're in it with a bunch of people that are doing mm. a similar thing is it's and kind of got where the same goals. succeed you know yeah exactly that and then like i've got like um with my achievable stuff i've got a bunch of people that i just stayed on for the fact that there's a, a private facebook group yeah and it's not i mean i update this stuff all of the time like if they need it or meal plans and all that workouts and whatnot but they're not necessarily there for that you know a lot of them don't do the workouts that i tell them and and give them do like an alternative that i've mentioned like steps or just whatever mm. you know they're just there for the support to like because sh- they're always chatting away in the groups and stuff like that you know it's it's i think massive yeah i think um as well with that aspect it's uh i've done a post about it i literally done it um as i was getting pissed off with the technology here and just dropped a post that i'd done earlier and it was about moving away from personal training to online coaching and i think the benefit like i when i was personal training i was so skeptical skeptical about online coaching i was like who is going to buy into that because you don't get no facetime with your personal trainer but the reality is in my opinion most people that join coaching yes they want to get healthier but if you was to say to someone you need to do five exercises in a gym can you name five exercises a lot of people would say, yes, you need to name three meals that you would consider healthy. They could say healthy meals, but the thing that they don't have is 
the support which you say the and the accountability like when yeah some people think oh shit i've had a weekend where i've had pizza and a drink and whatever the wheels have fallen off i've really fucked up here when the reality is is if you've got someone to put the stabilizers on and say no you ain't you've just enjoyed your life this week we're gonna bring it back in a bit and then do the same next weekend if you want to. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel like yes, that's the yeah, aspect yeah. that people from coaching, and obviously when you when you personal training someone, they touch base with you maybe twice a week. That's two hours. When you're online coaching, people shoot you messages all day, every day. Back and forth. And you're just even, like, even with regards to the, the training, with regards to personal training, like if with your with your coaching one you can give people say something little or or sort of decent to do each day or maybe it's every other day yeah. uh, which is kind of what's needed whereas a lot of people say for instance can't afford like multiple sessions of personal training so on that one or two sessions that they do per week you fucking bray them yeah. right? and, and i've been accustomed to doing that because like they don't do necessarily anything in between and you know that they're not going to do anything in between exactly they, they, what I used to say when I was, I used to get really annoyed when I was a PT because I would say my clients, they'd absolutely smash um, their workouts. And then from smashing the workouts with me, they'd probably go away. I had such a good workout. They'd go to their mates, tell them all these stories or whatever. But then the reality yeah. is, is outside of that time, they're doing absolutely nothing that improves their health. So they're just coming back to, two sessions come back exactly the same two sessions come back exactly the same whereas you're giving them a weekly view now of all right this is what your calories look like this is what um your targets are this is what your training looks like this week tailored to you go and get it and if you if you're falling away from your goal i'm going to tell you this is your goal this is where you are do you want to move back yeah. in line with that or, you know? Yeah, that's exactly it. And, and it, it, like I'm just from even doing the personal, the, like the personal training for many years before and I loved it. I had some great results from all of that. Um, but the, I would say I probably got a lot more results from people doing classes. Okay. And, and that's just due to the fact that the classes were one, a lot cheaper. So you go a lot more. Yeah, and the community aspect with regards to people um, coming there with their friends, little, their little clicks and whatnot, um, which is great. So I could provide a very similar um, class with regards to like a level of intensity or yeah. a decent level of workout, um, as I say, a personal training session. But you get the added benefits of doing it with people, and it's cheaper. So it's I would say the online coaching is kind of in sort of correlation with just classes in a general, but obviously online, you know, and you can, you've got that community there, you've got the support there, you kind of get away with a little bit because you obviously keep your eye on other people sometimes and whatnot. And um, you've got the freedom to be able to dip in and dip out as well, obviously because it's a little bit cheaper and you can't just like do like one, one or two sessions and then that's it, you know? Um, yeah, and I personally much prefer it. it. Allows me to have a lot more freedom with regards to what I yeah. do as well. You know, um, I've got the opportunity to be able to pretty much fly over there and see you if I wanted to see you. you know? Yeah, uh, exactly. Obviously, when the flights open and stuff. But you know, like it's it's the ability to cater for everybody, get, provide a service in which is sustainable, and then live by your own means. I think is massively, massively important. Yeah, I think for me, like when. I moved to Oz, obviously that was a big thing for me, but I sort of said to myself, right, I'm at an age now where I need to sort of knuckle down in what I want to do and what do I want to achieve in life? All right, well, I want to help as many people as I can become as healthy as they can be. Do I want to be stuck in one place and devote all of my time to that? No, I don't. I want to be free and I want to help as many people as I can whilst freeing up as much time for myself as possible yes and i think that with this it just allows you to do that like um my my days i don't want to rub it in but my days like i wake up in the morning walk down to bondi have a coffee sort all my work shit out i'd say by 
by one o'clock, I'm doing like a couple of courses at the moment, like investing in myself, which I think is important. Um, yeah. But, but by one, two o'clock, two o'clock, I go and train because no one's in there um, at lunch. Go and train, come back, get on with my day. Do a podcast with Alex yeah. B at night. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, 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 mean, I agree. I think, um, like, I mean, if I really wanted to knuckle into it, if I, like, used to be in, like, a bit of a routine of getting up real early. Mm. If I started to do that again, obviously, it, it's really it's kind of not pointless, but I don't need to be up as early because there's nothing open to be able to yeah, like, yeah. To train in the morning early and stuff and just get it done. Um, so, for instance, if the, the gyms were open and whatnot and I was up at five, half five, I could honestly probably say, yeah, I would could be done my training, done any videos, edited the videos, checked in with clients, maybe he's even um, got a post ready for socials or whatever, mm. probably by 11 o'clock. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Half 11. I think... Um, and, um, yeah, and the, the beauty of, of, of not selling your time for money is a very nice feeling. You know, like my time is worth X amount of pounds is, is, is a nice feeling you know yeah and also when you give that time you like i think everyone's been in a job where it's like okay i'm here like if you're in a nine to five you're like i'm here from nine to five so i'm gonna put in 60 percent effort from nine till five whereas in my head now i'm like right i'm gonna be working from say 7 a.m till two and in that time i'm gonna blitz it then I'm going to chill. I might have a nap at four. I'm shit at napping, yeah. but <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I just think it is definitely, um, it makes me happy to see, well, obviously our, our goals are aligned and whatever, but it's mad that in 2017, we was talking about this sort of shit and both of us wanting to do these, these things. And the beauty of it as well, which is what I said to James as well, is like, anyone that's in this industry for the right reasons, like, yes, you might be a competitor of mine, but also you are, your goal is to try and help people and have as much fun with your life as you can. Like, yeah, of course. How I mean, can I be I mean, mad at that? There's like what? 7 billion people, 8 billion people in the world now. Yeah. We're not going to be short of people. Like there's plenty of, of, you know, business to be had. Yeah. Yeah. Like for, like forever, you know? And I think, um, as long as somebody is, say, for instance, sharing the correct message and providing um, help to people, that's the that's the be all end all of the goal in the first place. So you can't be, I can't be necessarily like, I can't be pissed, you know, because we're both in it for the same sort of reasons. Is to, to sort of open a lot of people's eyes and help them as much as possible for as little as possible. Um, yeah, that's the kind of way it is. You know what I mean? It's it's there's enough room for everybody. And at the point of when anybody has 7 billion clients, then I'll be very, very impressed, but it's never going to be the case. So there's going to be um, plenty of work, plenty of, you know, it is, it's, it's a lot of time. It's just about your character as well. I think a lot of people get, um, they're interested in the particular person, you know what I mean? So Mm. for instance, James is massively upfront. He's very, fuck off this, your shit, you're not. It's real, you know, it's real. And a lot of people will love that. And then a lot of people hate it, but it's just exactly the same as, as for instance, what you do or what I do. It's yeah. like people apply like to the personality. Isn't to, yeah, of course. Yeah. And I think as long as the, the sort of at the end of the day, as long as the message is, um, sort of <laughs> attain what you want to attain, then, you know, it, it will all be fine. People are selling bloody shit for like, um, what's it called? Like boom board or something like that. Yeah, Trying exactly. Influencer that does my fucking head and that sort of stuff. Yeah, I think um, that's that is a pain of obviously socials is you get people that aren't really qualified um, that try and flog whatever. I mean, obviously, I've done the odd post there. I'm sure you've done a few posts that you regret in your time, but definitely not in the sense that it's going to affect somebody's health at the end no, of the day. I mean, yeah. detrimental health, like health things like that. Nah, not about that. Maybe he's uh, done too many clothing posts and whatnot and kind of lost my way with my message with regards to what my actual mm. socials provide. But apart from that, I mean, that's a minuscule and immediately rectifiable. Yeah. Um, Someone's just wearing a shit T-shirt now, not um, drinking skinny tea so they shit themselves. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not affecting anybody's health. It's yeah, just I'm just trying to secure a bit of cash. That's probably yeah. the reason. And like, you learn from it. Now we're obviously on a different path. So usually finish off by asking people interest uh, an interesting fact, not necessarily about yourself, but about anything. But I want to ask you some interesting questions. I think obviously there will be people that are invested in us from two angles now, obviously Love Island and fitness. So I'll start on Love Island. If you knew what you do now, when you went in, would you do it? Yes, I would do it, but I would be a lot less naive. I was a very young naive to the whole. I would do it a lot differently. I would say I would I would necessarily do it a lot differently. I think I would just be a lot more wise to what people's intentions are with the yep. with the whole thing, you know. Um, and just probably I would probably relax a bit more, enjoy myself, and maybe fuck up a couple more times and stuff. But I kind of was just in there to find a girlfriend and leave, you know. But yeah. <laughs> obviously, it's not all about that. It's a lot about drama and stuff. So. I think I'm proud of the the way I acted in there, and because I was like true to myself, I didn't like play up, pull myself up, or it's something I'd have to keep up. You know, I didn't prefer, uh, create a character in which I have to keep up for the rest of my time. Which is, yeah, I'm kind of happy with it. But I, uh, I think if I went on it now, having the knowledge that I have now, I would be a lot more comfortable with myself and how I am after the show. But I would never be this comfortable and have this knowledge if I didn't do it in the first place. So. 100%. Um, do, what I'll ask next, is, it's actually a, a difficult question to answer, which I think is a good reason why I'm asking it. Um, okay. I often get asked, obviously, I don't, relate, I don't relate my mental health issues to being on the show. I think they was rooted inside me before I went on the show. Um, and it just happened that, after the show they came out more not because of the show do you think obviously there's been well you've got sophie mike caroline that are all related to the show as a result of that do you think that the show should continue because like you say there's this spike when you're on it and then there's a crash straight after it happens every year like personally i don't i'm not too bothered whether it continues or doesn't mm-hmm. i don't really keep up to date with it. i never really watched it after i yeah. was on it so i'm not yeah. really too invested yeah um Same. but i think maybe it's for the health of people and maybe mm. it's just for uh, people want to aspire to be on there and i think a lot of people don't understand like what comes with it and the expectation of being brilliant afterwards is mm is very very unrealistic and hard to keep up you know and i think like people are people everyone's the same you know what i mean and if you uh you you get the highs of the highs you get everything given to you all in one go and it's a massive massive hit and i would probably say especially for guys i think girls wise are totally okay doing for however long it lasts and stuff but personally i know that I was need for more than just promoting on Instagram. And um, if you are one of those people, then I think it's, it's tough because it's such an easy trap to stay involved with because the money's good, because the social life's good, because you're, you're seen as like, Oh my God, that person. Yeah. But it's very untrue to yourself to, to stay in that. And I think I'm personally, I'm quite glad that I broke away from it and just kind of done my own thing, kind of said, fuck it. Like, I don't want to be involved with it anymore. I don't want to go to events. I don't want to be Alex from Love Island. I want to be, and whether I lose 500,000 followers and start a game from 5,000, I would be totally happy because my conscious would be, would be clear in the sense, yeah, you know, yeah, I, mean? I wouldn't yeah. be trying to be someone that I, I wasn't. And, yes. and I know for a fact that would be, very upset and depressed or, or not in a good place right now if I was continuing all that sort of crap. So that actually brings Whether it should me... it continue or not, then you can take credit with it. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, just... I would not like to answer that. <laughs> um, 
So this is that that answer brings us on nicely to my third and final question to you, me. I want to know who Alex Beatty is now. Like I obviously love what you're doing. I think that yes, what we see or speak about is definitely in the background. I know what you're trying to do, but if if you could say in five years' time, who is yeah. Alex Beatty? Let's have it. But in five years' time, Alex Beatty is going to be one of the most, and I hate using this word because, but influencers in a sense, you know, it's all online. Yep. Um, I don't necessarily call myself an influencer, but I, I have, like, I, I know you that I have an influence. influence, therefore. You do have an influence. The, 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 the suit fits or whatever, you know. But, um, yeah, I, I would like to be. I would like, it's very hard to say I, I want to be extremely successful in changing people's lives mm-hmm. whilst providing a real message. Yep. Perfect, mate. Yeah. Perfect. Always so a pleasure. Sharing. Yeah, exactly. It is no nonsense fitness, mate. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, mate, always a pleasure. Um, thanks for joining me on the pod. Really looking forward to getting pleasure, this, mate. this one out because... <laughs> um, you're an absolute diamond can't wait when the borders open get us to Asia mate little tour um, fitness and fun the, a big old six months or something in uh, three, three six months in some some country getting absolutely blasted um, by some time man. until you're out mate anyway it's been a pleasure mate um, you stay where you are but I'm going to end the recording now Um Thanks again. Um, and thanks for listening to the podcast. I am going to try and get this on YouTube. If I don't, if my technical stupidity doesn't get the better of me, but again, thanks for listening to the podcast. That is Alex B E wrapped up. Thanks.